What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's up? It is going to be an anthem-packed episode today. Uh, we have impressions. Uh, we have thoughts on the coverage that the game has received so far from the mainstream community, especially. Uh, Terrence will be the uh, <laughs> will be like the the moderator. Yeah, he'll be giving the, us the hard be, questions. He'll be the control. Yes, for this game because hmm. everything everything that gets posted in the fan group, Terrence keeps posting the you know the wide <laughs> the wide eyed emoji. <laughs> Good or bad, I noticed. Good or <laughs> bad. So, Terrence is a a, a a plus number one troll. He's very good at it. So, <laughs> um, let's start. I mean, so we're gonna we're gonna save Anthem until later. I uh, I played a little bit of uh, Dead or Alive. Six. Oh, the demo the demo came out. That's right, Terrence. You were bitching that the demo was twenty eight gigabytes. Yeah, I played it also. I played it as well. Um, what did you think of it? Because you don't you're not a Dead or Alive guy, are you? Um, I haven't played since three. God damn! Yeah, yeah, that's, it's been a, it's, it's been, been, a, it's been a long while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when the fuck did three come out? I think that was like Xbox. Yeah, or was that Dead or Alive two? Like, I'm not even talking about Xbox 360. I'm talking about Xbox. Oh, well, that was two. First Xbox. That was two, I think. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Whatever one that was. But I, no, I liked that. I liked it when it was out. Oh, when it uh first came out, a little bit of a pervert. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, uh, you can't help but. <laughs> But it might as well be Titties the Game. <laughs> Matter of fact, they spun off that series into Titties the Game Volleyball. Yeah, they did, didn't they? <laughs> Fucking Tecmo. A bunch of goddamn creeps. Um it plays like it plays like DOA. With breaker moves. Yeah, <laughs> That's I mean, it. I That's mean, literally it. That's it, I don't feel anything different. Like that game is like almost twenty years old, if not twenty years old. Yeah, it plays exactly the same. It plays exactly the same. They um, picked up Tina. She still had the same moves. Got a couple new ones. It it, <laughs> it uh, they have this new mechanic where um, it's kind of like a easy combo mode, um, where you just press like a special button. Yeah, it's like R one. Yeah, yes, four. Yeah, and uh, if you have your uh, if you have they have special meters now, and if you have your special meter. You'll do um, like a super punch or a super kick, or in Tina's case, like she'll she'll do the uh, the rear end. Yeah, um, the rear view. The rear view. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, online is kind of janky when I when I hopped on. I didn't have any issues. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I played look, a couple games online. It might, I didn't win any. It is. It is. <laughs> look, it's probably just my internet. I am very aware of. Uh, <laughs> my internet so yeah I, I didn't i think no i played like three or four matches did i win one i think i won one match one like full match and i then find the rest i just i couldn't since i'm not having played the game in 15 years i was like i whatever i don't even think you had uh were you getting countered a lot not really okay. um because they changed the counter system like you have to press like forward and counter for some counter moves. kicks. Yeah, yeah. Like the to... either kicks or mid punches. I know mid kicks, you gotta press forward and, and counter. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like that at all. I know. I don't like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> that but it's weird. something you like I I still got I kinda dug it. I don't think I'm gonna pick it up. 
It's but it's, like it's just it's a fun fighting game. Dead or Alive is one of those games where it's just like nobody really nobody that I see, and I you know I'm I'm a fan, but I'm not like a hardcore fan. You know right. what I mean? Um, but nobody that I see you know really talks about Dead or Alive, but they don't have anything bad to say about it. Like it's just like oh yeah, Dead or Alive is out. Like, yeah. All right, I'll pick this up and have fun with it and punch, 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 down kick, and punch, 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 <laughs> up kick. And, you know, but <clears throat> but the thing about that is like because I used to like I used to be really good at, at this game. I feel like this game is way more psychological than it is execution it is, because you since you can counter every punch and kick. Yeah. What you do is you have to play mind games. You have to stagger your your attacks. Yeah. Like you can do the combo, but then like, oh, they think they're gonna go into another one. Nope, nope. You just sit there, and then when they when, you, when they try to counter, then you go into another combo, or you go into like a stagger move, and then they can't counter shit. Then you go into like a seven hit combo. Like it's there's a lot more to it than people think. Yeah, because 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 the system is so simple, but it, it it's it's pretty complex when you actually start if getting you, into it. Just like every other fight. Just game. like every other fighting game. It's 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 not about uh, it's not about ease of execution. Like that's what Killer Instinct tried to do. They they tried to make it more about the mind games, right? Why right. I yeah. think everything in Killer Instinct was a quarter circle motion, wasn't it? Like any, yeah, pretty any special move was a quarter circle motion. Uh, same for Dragon Ball. Yeah, same thing for Dragon Ball. <laughs> it's just the Dragon Ball. For some reason, I can't I can't get it through my head how to three on three. Like I just I just I can't do it, <laughs> yo. I can't do the math. I can't do the math, and then it's like. Wait, how the fuck? Why the hell did Vegeta just come out and blast me? What? Like, what the fuck? Like, you cheating, yo? Like, you didn't even hot tag, man. Like, where's the ref? Get the ref in here, man. Like, don't you see this shit? But, um, but yeah, DOA, it's fun. The the full game comes out later this week. I'll pick it up just because I know I know uh guy we used to podcast with Rob. He likes DOA. Maybe I'll maybe I'll play with him. Uh, but yeah. I played the demo, the 28 gig demo. <laughs> <laughs> you can play every character. I was fucking shocked. I was going to say, that's called yeah. the entire game is installed on your system. With the yeah, game yeah. you've got a, like a, a <laughs> unlock key because they have a whole bunch of costumes for the characters too. But like, when I looked at the PlayStation store, it said that none of your stuff transfers to the main not. game. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's that seems stupid bullshit. for a demo that you're releasing a week before the game actually comes out. Thank you. <laughs> and it's a 30 gig demo. It's a 30 gig it's demo. It's the game. <laughs> yeah, it's the game with everything else locked out. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's a pretty good demo considering. It better be. Demo. Yeah, it better be. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, that uh, that segues us nicely into new releases. That's probably the the biggest game coming out this week. I would say it's definitely the biggest game coming out this week is DOA Six. Uh, Dirt Rally 2.0 is also releasing near Automata, Automata, whatever you want to pronounce it, Game of the Year version is coming out. That's coming to Xbox One as well. And then uh, Trials Rising is releasing for all you Trials fans out there. A uh, couple quick hit news stories. Reggie fils has decided to retire uh, and step down from his post as president of Nintendo America in April. Uh, Bowser now reigns supreme at Nintendo of America. <laughs> As he's being taken over for by Doug Bowser, of course, the vice president of marketing for Nintendo of America. I mean, you um, know they did that on purpose, right? Like I, this I, I'd, like, I'd like to think that he was like up for the job with one other person. That's what gave him the edge. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So unless yeah. the other dude's name was like, you know, Mario Mario. That was the only other way he was going to get. 
<laughs> he was going to get that job. Uh, you have to say it the way they say it in the movies. Mar- Mar- Mario, Mario. Mario, Mario. Yeah. I'm, this is my brother Mario Mario and I'm Luigi Mario. I'm like, what the fuck? But that's a New York thing, man. Like, I used to listen. To, you remember Aaron? Like, he he mm-hmm. he's from New York. And that's what he says. Mario. Yeah, Mario. M- you say Mario? I say Mario. Yeah, of course you do. You've been, because you've been here too long. You've been here <laughs> way too long. Yeah. Nah, yo. It's not. You're not marrying a letter. It's not Mario. It's Mario. Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario. <laughs> Super Mario. Did I say Mario? Maybe I did. Say you Mario probably Brothers. did. <laughs> Super Mario. Well, like, whatever. Mario, Mario, whatever. Not so, uh, Fortnite's revenue <laughs> is apparently down 50% from where it was at in December, but they still set a new concurrent player count record uh, about a week and a half ago 7.6 million concurrent, which is a record for a non event. Uh, going on in Fortnite, and that's this is despite Apex Legends uh, being available. So I don't. So it looks like Apex not slowing down uh, Fortnite's momentum, which gives credence to our theory that uh, appeals to two very different <coughs> crowds of gamers. Um, Watch Dogs Three is reported or rumored to be coming out this fall and take place in London. Uh, I'm sure we'll see more on that at E3. If I had to guess, I uh, you know what I uh, I hope so. I I, I like uh, Watch Dogs Two. Watch Dogs One was okay. They they overpromised and underdelivered. The Ubisoft, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but Watch Dogs Two I, I really enjoyed, and I think half of it was because it was set in San Francisco, and I really like San Francisco, and I really like London. So um, yeah, that's uh, it also was a, it was a black protagonist as well, you know, and it was a black protagonist. This game was this game had me written all over it. <laughs> yeah, magical phones. A black protagonist in San Francisco fighting the man. Like, all right, I'm down with this. And finally, uh, THQ Nordic had the brilliant idea to hold an AMA on 8chan. If you're wondering what 8chan is. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that uh, is. 8chan is apparently f- people that m- made their own message board from 4chan because they thought 4chan was too restrictive <laughs> on what you were allowed to post. <laughs> Yo, and, uh, didn't, why didn't anyone like? And HN oh has been a God. has been a known haven uh, for child pornographers to display oh, their stuff. Apparently, uh, no one at THQ Nordic bothered to do a simple Google search before before uh, deciding to have an AMA. Yo, are you serious? On the, oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, it, it was oh. it was a big to do today. Let me tell you. And like to the point where like the two guys that were in the AMA like both got blasted on Twitter, and one of them. Like pointed to the PR director, who's the other guy. Is like, this was his fault. Like, I had nothing to fucking do. <laughs> wow. Through him, throw that nigga under the, the bus. bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a fight after that. Like, fuck you, buddy. I didn't know. Yo, come on. How did they not again? For like anything with Chan in the name, not like, right. Like, if it racist. was four Chan, yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Eight Chan, like four Chan, not nah, eight Chan. That's double the Chan. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> That would be my thought process. Like, why did, what the fuck is 8chan? And uh, oh. shockingly, developers under the umbrella of THQ Nordic are pissed. So, Yo. I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Next up. You were on a child porn site. Next up, THQ Nordic will hold an AMA on Stormfront. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Uh. Just uh, again, Google is your friend. Jesus Christ. So, good job, 
uh, THQ Nordic, trying to accelerate the uh, bankruptcy plan uh, as they try to copy everything else that THQ did uh, as quick as possible. Wow. So, okay. Uh, a bit of housekeeping before we get to our main topics. Don't forget to go to youtube.com slash densepixels. Click the red subscribe button and ring the bell icon while you're there. We do video episodes of this podcast every week, including any Let's Plays that we post and any other content that we do in video form. That's where it goes, youtube.com slash densepixels. If you are not a premium member of TNP Studios, go to densepixels.com slash premium and sign up today for just $5 a month or $50 for the entire year to get access to our premium slate of shows, including the Look For It Political Podcast, the Aryan Grievances, the Men with the Golden Tongues, and No Time to Bleed. And no matter what podcatching service you use, uh, be it Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or anything else, make sure you subscribe to this show, as well as the Apocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, and coming distractions for all of your TNP Studios content that you could possibly handle. So, topics of the week uh, it is all about Anthem this week. Before folks. you guys start, because oh, I know yes. you're going to be taking we forever. Are. You're going to you're going to go way in depth about this. There's something that I want to talk about really quickly, and it's of course it's Apex Legends. Um, I've been playing it since the day it came out, <clears throat> and the day that it came out, that I realized something very strange about the game. Um, each character has their, like, their different size characters. And this has actually become quite uh, a topic of discussion over the last, like, two or three days. Each character, they have, they're, they're, they go from small to large. Uh, what's the, the smallest one? Not Mirage, but I can't remember her name. The Wraith or whatever she is. Wraith, yeah, yeah. She's the smallest character. Um, Gibraltar is the biggest character. Uh, a couple of days ago, I posted Gibraltar's trash. Um, you know what? I agree. You played? Have you played with him? Oh, yes, yeah, that's the guy you used. Yeah. Um, now a lot of that is probably user error, but since you said, <laughs> but since you said he's trash, that's my excuse. Well, there is there is something to it because someone actually took the time to figure out the hit boxes. Like, of course, he's a bigger character, so like it it stands to reason that he's he's a larger hitbox. Yeah, it's it, it's just the way it is, and I don't think that was a design flaw. I think that's just how they designed him. Um, well, the problem it, it, it is it has because he has a little shield that can pop up. Yeah, that shield is trash. Right, but I mean, it still it still <laughs> exists. It's still yeah. there. So. But no, even without even without the shield, and I'll get into that in a second. Like uh, Wraith, I think is like ninety three or seventy six centimeters, whatever. I forgot. I had the chart in front of me, but I, I deleted it. Um, but from going from her to Gibraltar, his hitbox is a hundred and seventy percent bigger than hers. Jesus. So she first of all she has moves where she can literally teleport and shit like that. So it makes her really hard to hit. She has the smallest hitbox, so she's like really tough to hit. Gibraltar is just a big truck. <laughs> like and I noticed like the day that I, the first day it came out I like no, I'm terrible at at first person shooters. I know I know I am. But as I gotten better and I've tried to use him, I'm like, yo, every time I get into a gunfight, this nigga just dies. <laughs> Regardless of whether he has a shield up, I think his shield does fifty. I think his shield takes fifty points of damage. That's a shot with a with a wingman. That's just shield is gone. Then the rest of it, you can't miss him. So people are like, "Well, what are you gonna do?" And plus, his his specials are garbage. Like that shield takes way too long to come up. And then his dome shield, you can't shoot out and you can't shoot in. So they just run in and they just run into the shield and take you out with a fucking peacekeeper. The, the shotgun that does a lot of damage. I never understood that uh, that move, that you know, the dome shield where you can't shoot out. <laughs> well, yeah, his it's it's like even his in, moves are 
borderline worthless. <laughs> like even in like Destiny, like I like mm. you know, it's supposed to give me an advantage, not like a target. Yeah, not hinder you, like right. And that, then and that's the other thing. Like when he pops his shield, first of all, when he goes when he aims down the sights, he's also slower than everyone else mm-hmm. as he's aiming down the sights. His shield is a bright yellow or bright orange, so you can see him from across the map when he's sitting there aiming at you if he has it up. And then it makes his head a target. Because it doesn't cover his face either. Oh, it so doesn't like, obstruct his face. Well, no, it, do, it doesn't protect. It doesn't protect his head. What's the point of so having like a it, see-through shield <laughs> if you don't? All right, all right, yo. So like, it li- he literally becomes just a giant fucking bullseye on the on the map, and he's the slowest character. Well, every character moves at the same speed when they're walking and running, with regardless of what gun they have. But when he's aiming down the sights, he is slower than the rest of the cast. So what- and. So what you're telling me is that if if all of the characters in in Apex Legends were one of the stations in the assault game in American Gladiators, he would be that dumb like ball cannon that you have to kind of reach out and fire at anything <laughs> to hopefully, to hopefully hit it. Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, he's so so the, like people are like, well, what is what can what can um, respawn do? For him, because him and Caustic are the biggest characters. Caustic's shit is garbage also. He's only, he's like super situational. Like, he throws those gas canisters out. They're only effective indoors. They can block doors and shit. Like, so if the, if the match ends in like, uh, an area where there's just nothing but like mountains and shit and no buildings, all he can do is throw his ultimate, which does obstruct people's, um, vision and damages them at the same time. But like, again, it's super situational and you have to have his ultimate charged up. And they're the two biggest. Like he's his is like 193. I don't know. I forgot the hitbox sizes, but like they're two the biggest, and they're like the worst characters. Mm. And the rest of the small characters, like I've never won. I've won one match, and it wasn't me that won it. When I was Gibraltar, it was my other teammates. They were just wrecking shop. But my main, my my most most of my wins come with uh, the smaller characters because they're harder to hit, and they and their their the abilities are way better than those two. So this this being a battle royale game, like, what can you do to make them actually viable? I think you have to. There's a couple of things you do. Obviously, because like everyone shield. also has the same hits, also has the same amount of health. Well, that's that's, that's and that's well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think I think you might have to change a couple health values, maybe for the yeah. And people characters. are like, well, what if you do that and then they become tank? But like, yeah, that's what the fuck he that's is. Kind yeah, of that's kind of point though. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hello, he's named after the Rock of Gibraltar. <laughs> right. And someone was like, well, that would be fucked up. I'm like, no, it really wouldn't because Yo. you can only change his hitbox so much because he's bigger than the other fucking characters. You he see, just is. This is why socialism doesn't work, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's equal, but they're not right. really equal. Yeah. <laughs> so my thing was like, yeah, you. I think you might have to give him another like 25 to 50 points of health because he gets taken out shotguns fuck it if it's a shotgun battle and you have him you're not winning you're not gonna win unless your aim is on point if you miss a shot they're not gonna miss because his body takes the whole fucking screen <laughs> like it's obnoxious i'm like yo what so i just stopped using him he i can't i can't able, use that he character. should be able to take two of those and you should he, be- like if you have a purple shield you have 200 health the first shot takes the shield away because he's such a big target and none of the shots miss with it this is with the peacekeeper which is like the strongest up close gun in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do a full shot with a with a peacekeeper, 110 damage. So that's the shield gone plus 10% of your health gone. <laughs> the second shot is going to drop you. 
and the thing is he's so big it's really hard to miss that shit like the entire the entire spread terrible. hits him unless you yeah every every so. shot hits him it's crazy but he has the same amount of health as everybody else i'm like that's not fair not and his fair. dome shield is garbage <laughs> so his and, ultimate I, and, I think, is cool. and i think you can fix that too like you can make the dome shield viable if you let people fire at it yeah that's because the because, you, because you let people becomes... fire out of the dome shield and then you and make his shield shield instant because again in order for it to be any kind of effective, you have to already be aiming before you get into a fight. And well, like, I, so the shield, the shield sheet, like the gun shield, I found when I was using him to be most effective if you were sniping. At a distance, yeah. Right. So cause that way you have time to set up and they can't. It's unlikely they'll be able to shoot you back. Um, yeah, but they can see you from a mile away, literally. Right. <laughs> but it, but so, if, so if, you, if you let them fire the bubble shield and also if you damage enemies, if they run through it, I think that would solve a lot Run of into it. issues yeah or he gets like some sort of buff when he's in it so that he should be able to take yeah i guess like if yeah if someone decides to run into your shield be like nah don't do that shit nigga because right. like i'll give you like a one oh like a one-time damage boost or some shit like that yeah yeah he, he oh, needs something because he's he's trash like i've seen people win with him but it's not because of him <laughs> like he'll put his dome shield up to so like a, a lifeline will be able to have a little bit more protection when they're picking somebody up. But she can she has her own shield when she yeah, she's doing that. a little yeah yeah but, so. yeah so it's a double protection okay uh, but yeah but she she picks people up quicker she can send out the little care package um wraith again she can create portals and teleport basically and she's invincible when she's doing that little dash it's crazy and he's just. I have a dome shield that I can't shoot out of and people can just bum rush me and take me out in two <laughs> shots. <laughs> That's my specialty. And then he can shoot. <laughs> then he can come down with a, then he can rain down the, uh, his, his ult is cool. Like if you're not indoors. And, or, and, and if you're within 50 meters of the people that you're trying to, to throw right. at. So. <laughs> and you put your dome shield up and it does no damage to them. But like, yeah, he, they need to do something with him because yeah, him, uh, the robot, uh, zip, zip line man, whatever, I forgot, Pathfinder and Caustic are the two biggest, um, are the biggest characters and they take their hitboxes are way too big. And he has a zip line. Yeah, I was about to say, what's the robot's power again? He can grapple and a zip line. So mobility. <laughs> so essentially. So he's robot Batman. He could just, uh, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but, like, as it stands now, the game is basically, if you want to win, yeah, pick the pick the, pick Wraith, Lifeline, or um, Bangalore, and you're, you'll be pretty good. <laughs> but I, I, do see, pick, I do see a lot of them in there whenever yeah, I play. So. Like, all my <laughs> wins, and, but then Mirage is also, he's, like, the fourth biggest, but he has that bamboozle shit. His is actually pretty good. His ult is trash. Because you can still see him running around when he's when he pops those four um, things out. But yeah, that's that's basically it. So people are talking about like what can they do to fix that because it's kind of unfair. Like it just like people want to use him, but they're like, "Yo, I can't because." <laughs> well, but, and but terrible. the thing is, like they have, I mean, they have stats on how often characters are getting picked. So I'm I'm sure that if they and you can't just do it after, like you need like a solid like couple weeks worth of data, right? Um. And if they see like a, a huge discrepancy in that he's if he's not getting picked a lot or if he's not winning a lot, um, then yeah, they can make tweaks. That's like I said, it's the beauty of of games like this is that you can fix. Whatever yeah, they're going the fly, to. So. I don't, but I don't know what tweaks they're going. People are kind of like, what are they going to be able to do that doesn't like break the game? 
I mean, like I think giving him a bigger health pool wouldn't be wouldn't break the game. I mean, he's fucking huge. But you, would, <laughs> but then if you did that though, you would need to. So it would bump up the health of the three big guys, and you'd also have to ostensibly lower the health of the lower hitbox characters. No, you if wouldn't. you did that as well, eh, no, I think you, you might have to. No, trust me, trust me. I've played every character multiple times. I can get out of a gunfight with Bangalore, no problem. That's because she has like you, uh, he, super speed. Yeah, she, she <laughs> got. Yeah, she's super speed. I can get out of a gunfight, no problem with Mirage, and he's the, the fourth biggest character. Okay, but the other, but him, like you can't win. <laughs> like if if it's an indoors gunfight, you will you will lose. So so twenty five twenty five health would prevent you from getting two shotted. Correct? He says one ten. Yeah, one ten per shot. Uh, with the with the peacekeeper, that's the right. strongest gun. Um. But again, if you have like a fucking uh, uh, submachine gun, those things do so much damage so quickly. Mm-hmm. It's still like, and they don't miss. The only thing that does, like, if you have a, a headshot, is like one point, well, like one times damage. It's it's between one three and one five. I saw. Yeah, so. and then like, but if you hit them in the legs, that do they do less damage. But like, no one's shooting you in the fucking legs. No, <laughs> like, well, unless, unless, again, unless they unless they're potato, heads, unless they're that terrible, that can't aim. But yeah, <laughs> if you add twenty five, so it's two hundred plus two twenty five, that would be two twenty five damage full with a pur- with a purple shield. So that's one shot. That's one ten. That's another shot. Another ten. That's two twenty. He would have five health left. Yeah, and but but he'd punch, be dead. You so. could punch him. <laughs> and he would die because a punch goes through goes through shields i think no they go through the uh the knockdown shield okay yeah so like yeah even that wouldn't really help Not but a little it, it would gi- it would give him a chance to get his shield up i mean it would also give him a chance an, to an get an extra to get an extra damage. shot off in the gun battle i mean it, it, like all you're doing there is you're just increasing time to kill so yeah, his survivability yeah. yeah so yeah but so i think if you add an extra 25 that may help but at the same time his hitbox needs to be tweaked a little bit, but I don't know by how much. And yeah, he needs to, like they need to have his like his shield be instant. And I mean, you could also tweak know. that by making I don't know if, I don't know if this is viable because I don't know if you can change this on a per character basis. You could give maybe you could give like when you're fighting him, shooting at him, um, like less aim assist on the weapons. Again, I don't know if you can. If you no, there's no aim assist in that game. There's some. There's some aim assist. On console, there is. There definitely is. A little bit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There definitely I is. don't feel it. Oh, it's not, it's not <laughs> like, a lot. Like, again, if you're, if you're comparing it to like Destiny, it's, it's, it's insignificant. Yeah, I don't feel that shit at all. But, <clears throat> so, so yeah, the, like, yeah, that's the thing that's going on now. And like, and I noticed, I should, I literally noticed that shit the first day. I'm like, yeah, why the fuck am I getting dropped so quickly with this nigga? This doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. Like, everybody at the same speed, but like, he is just dropping like a fly. And I, yeah, I played a little bit today. I'm like, yeah, fuck this nigga. I can't. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I'll pick the other four characters or the other six characters because Caustic is just worthless to me. I'm, I can't use them. Some other people have been really good with them, but they just hide in houses like a bunch of bitches. But that's what you're supposed to do with right. them. You know, and that's not my style. So anyway, that's so, my, my uh, Apex Legends talk for the week. On Anthem. Yeah, little little game called <laughs> Anthem. Uh came out yeah. this past weekend and by uh, the way EA, can we just talk about how ea really kind of fucked up by releasing this very good free-to-play game right before their big you know we really need this to make a lot of money i did not didn't i say that like two weeks ago <laughs> like I, they just I like to cannibalize i honestly don't know that they i don't mm, think that the two i don't think the two of them are direct in any type of direct competition but it no, just is not. really it's no, really what, what word fucks up is they is they lost the 
like like the the zeitgeist, I guess you could say a little bit. But yeah. might, that might be a good thing considering, like I said, how the reaction's been for this fucking <laughs> game so far. Yeah, a little, um, a little, take a little bit of the sting off of it. Just so a little bit. We'll get to but, that later because I have a lot of thoughts about. I'm sure you the got coverage of this game. Um, I have quite a few thoughts as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here, so here's our anthem impressions. Um, I've been, I've played. I want to say somewhere between 15 and 20 hours so far. Um, I think that I'm, I feel like the story I'm, I'm getting ready to end act two. What level are you at? Uh, I'm level 20 right now. Okay. And how much have you done so far, Micah? I'm about to hit level 18. I just finished. Um, so this is a very weird break in storytelling, but, um, the, the, there's a point in the story where, you have to where the story just pauses because you have to go out into free play and and f- complete a bunch of challenges. Now, most of those challenges I had already done um, throughout the course of just regularly playing the game. But there were a few that I that had me stumped for a while. The mm-hmm. multi kill one was a was a kick in the dick. I'm like. I know I, I'm watching three of these people die with my lightning bolts right here in front of my face. And then I found out it's not a multi-kill. It's a chain kill um, where you have to kill like eight people in 10 seconds. Uh, I yeah, wish I'd have um, known that before I started. But um, <laughs> but I just finished that part of the story. Okay. So you are you are about to get to the part of the story where it gets really cool. All right, all right, because it it's it's starting to get interesting, right? It like, it gets very interesting. So, a lot of folks, um, I've I've heard mixed things about the story, and it's so inevitably comparisons are going to be made to Mass Effect because it's Bioware, and I I think that's not really fair to the game because it's not the no, same type of game no. that Mass Effect is. But that being said, um, from the story standpoint, the story bits are less. But they're still as good. And something that Bioware does really well and always have done is they've made good characters. And it's a shame that all of the, I shouldn't say all of it, but most of the character interaction in the game is actually completely optional. Because I've actually enjoyed um, interacting with the people in Fort Tarsus uh, quite a bit. Um, and, and they, like the, even the, like the little side stories, and they're just stories. Like It's just stuff to flesh out the world. That could come into play later for all we know. You never you never know what they could do yeah. with this stuff. But they're, the characters are very engaging. Um, they're well thought. Uh, it tackles a variety of of topics uh, that are serious. There's a, there's a whole slew of different like personality types. Like one of one of the faction leaders that you deal with is very clearly like Asperger's syndrome. Very, very, very much so, and and it's cool that they took the time and bothered to flesh out uh, a character and and did it tastefully as well. Um, so that part's been cool. Uh, the cutscenes are fucking awesome. There just needs to be more of them. Yeah, and I wish there was more. Like, like my biggest critique with the story is that I wish there was more storytelling during the missions. I think that's the biggest thing that I'm missing with this. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. Uh, telling a story through com chatter is not, um, I don't enjoy it, especially now because I kind of got to keep the TV down <laughs> and I have subtitles on, but I can't really read the subtitles and worry about not getting shot at the mm-hmm. same time. 
If you use your headphones. No, but I, I won't be able to hear him if he's if he's crying. I need to be able to like like that. I need to be able to hear him. <laughs> um if he's if he's crying. But um you know, uh, this game is good. But there's a lot that is just there's a lot of uh quality of life stuff that really needs to change and there's a lot of little stuff that needs to change. Everybody made a big deal about the loading screens. I posit you that these loading screens are no longer than the Destiny loading screens. There's just they're more just of them. there's just one, there are way too many of them. And two, they're boring. Right, like in like in Destiny, like you're your looking loading at your, screen is you flying in your ship, basically. Right, like, like that's the you, loading screen. <laughs> when you boot up Destiny, you gotta you gotta press the X button to to go away from the title screen. Then you gotta wait ten seconds to get to, for it to load to the next screen. Then you gotta wait another five seconds to bring up your character. You pick your character. Then you gotta wait another five seconds. It to takes load like to the three director. to four minutes to load in the fucking to Destiny. From yes. Turning it on to actually getting into the game. Yeah. And, right. and, and they just take you to the director. So then you gotta load to the, <laughs> so then you gotta load to the, 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 the tower. tower. Right. You have to go to the tower because you're not gonna not go get bounties. Right. And then you gotta load back. Like it's a while, man. Right. But it just looks, it's, it's instead of a static screen with an image, it's, you see a ship flying, even though it's the same ship flying background that you've seen 800 times before right. it's still more visually interesting to look at right. than the anthem screens and then and, and again the problem with the anthem screens too is that there's just so many like i said you get one when you load the game in then you get to fort tarsus then you get one when you go to the forge to customize your character that's, and then you that's get one coming ridiculous. out and then you get one you know when you start an expedition and and yeah. and every time you load into a new area in the expedition you have and so like it's it's just too it's too many yeah and 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 they are too long. I mean, like if there was less of them, the length wouldn't be. You got to fix one of the two things. There either has to be fewer load screens, or they have to take less time. Yeah. So you got you got to fix one of those two things. Um, the gameplay is tremendously satisfying. Yo, it's super fun, yo. Like anybody who thinks that this game is boring to play, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know what. To, I don't know what to tell you. You got an agenda because this game is <laughs> really fun to play, man. And and um I've I've only been messing around with two of the javelins. Uh I main a storm just because I feel like the storm is um is there's I have way more options I feel like with the storm. Um but I also I, I, I alter a, a ranger just because, you know, every now and again I just want to get in there and and get Shoot going. Rockets at people. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, when I'm the storm I can uh, and I and I for the first time, I pick a different javelin and I I I choose different weapons because of it. Like if I'm playing Destiny, and and I'll run a Titan or um, a Hunter. I almost called him a thief. I I still feel like I I still use the same weapons. I still use my auto rifles, right? Because right because it's more like you are more comfortable with that play style of weapon. That it, and and there's no inherent advantage to choosing different weapons on different characters. Right. But when I'm a ranger versus a storm, like when I'm a storm, I'm sitting up there and I'm sniping because sniping is really fun in this game. Right. And when I'm a ranger, I don't touch a marks. I don't touch a scout rifle, uh, to use destiny parlance or, a, or, a, a sniper rifle. I'm, I'm, you know, shotguns, machine pistols, 
Like I'm, 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 I'm infantry, right? Right. And I'm, and I'm like with interceptor, like I'm usually running a shotgun and something else like medium range. Yeah. As well, because I know I'm going to be in people's faces anyway, just because the play style that that javelin requires is necessitates that. Yeah. Yeah. So. So the game is very fun. The the locomotion is is fucking great. It's great. It's what it's what we wish Mass Effect that's could, that's, could have. That's, that's exactly what I was about to say. I was I was it it always it I always come back to think, wow, this could have been a really excellent Mass Effect game. Like if you like if you if you mm-hmm. take the Mass Effect like gameplay style and take the gears of warness out of it, like this is basically what you're left with. Yeah. Essentially. Um, so the gameplay has been really fun and it's only going to get better. I'm, I'm presuming they're going to add new gear for all the javelins. Obviously there's going to be new weapons that the only, the, the biggest critique that I would have with the weapons is that the weapons don't feel special. Most of them don't. And I, and to be yeah, fair, yeah. I haven't gotten any masterworks or legendaries yet. And that's where they start to feel a little bit different. Cause like, especially the legendaries have the additional perk and, and masterworks have it too. Um, have the additional perks on them that change the weapons slightly. Um, and apparently like weapons are not as good in the early game, but they become very important in the end. game. Essentially. Like, like in the early game, you could get by with just abilities if you want to. Yeah. Um, mostly, but that. yeah, but in, in the, in the end game, apparently <laughs> weapons become much more, much more of a big deal. Another thing I don't like about the weapons is they don't they all look the same to me. Like they don't have they, any they, do kind of look the they, same. they don't have any flair. they don't have any personality, man. Like you look at a you look at a, an assault rifle and a marksman rifle, you will think they're the same thing. Like they don't um you know, they don't have any and I, I you know, I hate to keep comparing it to Destiny cuz it's not a really a really apt comparison, but like Destiny's got cachet. It's got it's got personality like each one of those guns feels like it has a story even if even if you know half of them look the same you know what i mean like at least it's half of them that look the same and not all of them that look the same um something that really irks me and it's just me it's just me it would probably be terrence also but it's just me (laughs) you can pick your character for whatever reason you never see their face but you could pick their character so I picked a dark-skinned black man. I picked a dark-skinned black man, bald, big lip, broad nose. Like, this guy's <laughs> black. This guy's black as a thousand midnights sitting next to Wesley Snipes. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's black. Does Brad do his voice? Well, look. I mean, look, look, look. We know a black guy who does not have an ethnic-sounding voice. So I've heard it. I've heard it since 1994. So I'm used to hearing a black guy with a non-ethnic-sounding voice. That's fine, right? But what I am not used to is if you're going to give me the option to pick my face, like... And then in the cutscenes, when I see my hands, my hands aren't as black as a thousand midnights either. Like that's really gonna bother me, man. Like every time I hop into that javelin, I see this, I see these, these like tanned white hands get in the javelin. I'm like, oh, come they on. Didn't, they didn't think that went through all the way. They didn't think that went through all the way. But no, that's just the, that's that's me being funny. Like this game, this game, I'm having a lot of fun with this game, and I haven't even played it with my friends yet. Like I'm. Oh shit, fun. you haven't. Oh, no. that's a shame. No, so yeah, that that is a shame, Brad. I, I've been I, I've been on fifteen to twenty hours. I haven't seen your ass. 
when but, I've been uh, on because I'm on leaders leading the shit at night. So that's, <laughs> not, that's not doing you any favors. But um, it, yeah, I'm having I'm having a lot of fun with this game, man. And um, I I really hope that um, these uh, these scores don't drive EA to just be like, all right, well, this was a bust. Let's not support it. Well, before before we get into that discussion, um, we can talk about the quality of life stuff in the game. Um, so the obviously the loading screen and server issues that they've had this first week are need need to be fixed. The server issues are like I've been kicked out of I think four or five games so far, and that's not acceptable. Like I'll I'll tolerate some small problems here or there, um, but it's a little much. It's a little much, and I have good internet, so that's it's not my end. Like it's definitely not my end. It's definitely on their server end. Um, the, so they have like a launching dock that if you're trying to get back into a mission quickly or if you're trying to just stay partied up with folks is fine. And I'm sure in the end game that will be used more frequently. It is kind of annoying having to keep going back to Fort Tarsus constantly after every mission Mm -hmm. to talk to somebody and then like have to go back to launch that. Like, I wish I could just kind of chain, especially when you have a couple contracts, I wish you could kind of just chain those together um, without having to constantly keep going back and forth. Yeah. Um the Fort Tarsus, I think that would be nice. My biggest critique um is the economy in the game is not great right now. Um <laughs> the the things that cost in-game currency cost too much right now, I think. Yeah, for what they're doling out. Yeah. Right. Like and and, it's, and so again, it's either the things cost too much. Now the paid currency model, I don't have a problem with. Um I think I think those are Fairly priced, especially when you compare the things that you're buying with other games um, that have you know stores where you can buy cosmetics. I think like those what? are fine, like like Fortnite and like Destiny and, and things of that nature. Fortnite's free. No, Fortnite to buy cosmetics is is uh. I know, but the game oh is the free. game is free. Okay, fine. So like Destiny, yeah, Division, Destiny. okay, things like <laughs> that. Um, so I think I think the paid one is fair. I the problem is that you don't really earn coins a lot. Like, you earn them when you complete challenges, which are one and done. And, and there's a lot of them, but they're still one and done when you go through the game. And then outside of that, it's basically your alliance bonus. So basically, you get a bonus based on how many, based on how much your friends play every week. So, like, your top five people on your friends list, they'll, like, as they earn XP, it advances them in, like, a, this tier ranking on, in the alliance bonus. And the higher tier your top five people are, the more coins that you're going to get basically. So like I helped Micah out considerably this week because I was like a tier eight and Mike also did his bit because he was a tier seven. So like by us playing the game, even though we're not playing together, we're still helping each other get coin. But even with having, you know, five friends who are all like tier seven, it's, it's out of 10 tiers. That's still like 5,000 coins. And that's like a per week thing. And yeah, 5,000 coins nothing, is not man. very much. That's nothing. You get 2,000 for completing a challenge. Right. Oh damn. <laughs> so how much yeah. do these fucking things cost? So like like a like a suit of armor is like sixty thousand coins in, <laughs> in, in the store. That's like five weeks. If you if you're just going if with the alliance, yeah. yeah, that's Jesus. that's a lot. So what if you so basically what you want to do is just like play with it just add as many friends as possible that's playing Anthem as yeah, possible. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, kinda, that's kind of like, like I don't know who the fuck you are, but hey, my nigga, you play that shit way more than I do. <laughs> fuck that. I'm nah, yeah, no, no, no. So, yeah, but yeah, so okay. that's I, I think the I think the in game economy is all screwed up. Um, we can't so really especially talk about- especially for the content that is currently 
in the game. Well, honestly. and that's the thing too is that the stuff that's been on offer so far, like they, it's not like the whole store is there and you can buy anything. Like it's very limited so far, right? And almost no, I mean, nothing I mean, has been cool enough to buy. I mean, like the the state that the game is in now, mm-hmm. like how much would you like? How much are you willing to play to earn those fucking five thousand coins or whatever? Because again, this is a, a service, whatever the fuck they call it. what is it called? Live service game. Live service game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, are we going to get into that a little later? We no, we are. We are. <laughs> because um, we can we can talk about that when we're talking about I, yeah, the, the reaction. That's the problem that I have. That's a big giant problem that I have with this particular game. And I again, I played the I played the demo. It was super fun. But like, okay, we're gonna go back. Well, so that so that's the tricky thing is not neither of us can talk about Endgame yet. Um, mm-hmm. but it's I'm not. There's a so it's hard because like if you if you watch like content creators on YouTube like influencers, they're bitching that they have nothing to do because they sunk <clears throat> seventy hours into the game in like five days. It's <laughs> yeah, the same yeah. shit we talked about with Destiny. Your average player, and I would say that Mike and myself are above average players, is going to take several weeks to chew through this content, and they've released the the roadmap for the first three months of DLC for this game, which is all free. And it's it's varying degrees of stuff. Like, it seems like a lot of free play events. There's some other events that are kind of ambiguous that they haven't really described. There is a new stronghold coming in April. They've they've announced they have three in the game right now. There's a new one coming in April along with a weekly stronghold challenge. Nobody really knows what that is yet. And then the Cataclysm, which is supposed to be the big, like, end game, like, you know, prestige activity is coming in May. So your average <clears throat> gamer will get through that like like i feel like that the stuff that's going to come out is going to come out at a pace that is going to be fine for like 80 percent of the people playing because i would imagine that like the stuff that's coming in march they're not all going to just release it all at the same time like they'll divvy it out week by week right mm-hmm. um so i don't think that's a huge problem um obviously like if you are someone who's run the tyrant mine um like a hundred times already you're going to feel burnt out on the tyrant mine but you ran the tyrant mine a hundred times in the first week the game came out. Like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. do you want? <laughs> yeah, like, calm and, down. And apparently, on the high level, that's the biggest. So, like the high level gamers, um, the biggest gripe right now is that the loot economy is busted at Grandmaster two and three difficulty level. So, like, it's it's not right now. It's not worth doing the harder, the more challenging activities um, because you're getting the same loot that you're getting at Grandmaster one. So, like, most people are just playing you know, the tired mind on Grandmaster one, because apparently they can get through it in like 20 minutes. And that's apparently the most efficient method right now to farm masterworks. So that's, that's something that needs to be addressed because people aren't playing the higher difficulty levels and you need that to keep people around long term. But again, we're not there yet. So it's, it's, it's kind of hard to speak on. And I will say before we get into the reaction piece, People are criticizing Bioware for the state the game released in, and there's fair criticism in there, to be sure. I'm not discounting that, but I think that you can't criticize them and then also not praise them for the level of response that they've had to a lot of those issues so far. Like, like for example, one of the first things, like the, on day one, someone discovered that there was a really easy exploit to farming masterworks where you just basically had to do a loop around the map of to like 15 different treasure chests and you were guaranteed to get a masterwork and it was the quickest way to do that and they fixed that in a day like like they spotted that immediately eliminated it fixed it there were some loot dropping issues that they fit like they their live service team has been on it like it's getting as much stuff as they can the stuff like the server issues 
and like the loading screens, that's like a higher end problem mm-hmm. that you can't just fix in a week. Like it takes it's it takes time to because that's that's how the game's actually running. Like that's the game engine that you need to tweak. But as far as like stomping bugs out, I think they've done a pretty good job so far um, around stomping bugs out for for the game within the first week at least. So that's our impressions. Um, the the big story around Anthem this week has been the critical reaction that the game has received, not only from influencers who I think have been much more balanced and nuanced in their critiques, but the mainstream games media has crushed this game. Um, if we go to Metacritic right now, and pardon me because I don't have it pulled up, but I will in a second because I'm curious. Uh, let's see. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, it's just it's it's very odd, right? Like, and it's and a, I, it's a sixty-two on Metacritic right now. And I'm I'm always like, I I wonder what game they're playing, right? And 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 um, I wonder what game they expected, right? Like, they came out and said that this type of game is is a live service game, right? But People are, I, I see people comparing certain elements of their past games. Nothing, the closest to their past game, to their past work is, is you know, maybe Mass Effect 3. And it just doesn't, this isn't that. Like, I've seen, like, I've seen people say, well, well, I'm just not interested because I loved Jade Empire and I loved, um, uh Dragon Age and I loved, you know, Mass Effect 2. Well, this is a very different game. Just like Mass Effect was a very different game from Jade Empire. I I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the the storytelling that they don't like. I don't know. I don't know if it's just resentment from Mass Effect 3. I don't and maybe that's a little extreme, but I don't think it is. EA bias maybe as well. Yeah, EA bias like I don't know, man. So what the thing that I've come up with, and you guys know this because I wrote it in the docket, but I don't think traditional game outlets are equipped anymore to review a, ga- a live service game like Anthem. I think if you're an outlet that gets your review code, plays the game before release, gets your gets your review up before the embargo which usually happens the day of the day the game comes out or a couple days before and you put a score on it you are not covering this game correctly like anyone that's scoring this game right now is it, it, it's fair because this is the product that's available yeah but it's fine. not fair because this isn't the product that it's going to be in a month 3 months 6 months and it's not like you're going to sit there and rescore the review based on what they do. That's Maybe some true. outlets. Will. <clears throat> That's not true. I've seen people rescore um, Call of Duty. Okay, but they, that's... they they had one score that like this game is really good, and then three weeks later, fucking Activision fucked up with their live service bullshit with their um blackout mode and started selling red dot scopes for such and such, and they put their they put their whole um economy in there, and people were like, yo, y'all said y'all weren't going to do this. So they went back and rescored and they gave it a lower score because they decided they wanted to fuck people over on prices and things like that. Same game, but like, you know, it's, people don't like that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get they, that. So, but it, so, yeah, so this is a game that is it's dependent a lot on its community. 
Um, and it's a game that can't be. You can, you can. There could be a million live service games that existed before this game, and you still can't look at the mistakes that other people have made. I, I disagree. I, you can't. <laughs> That's the one thing not, that I completely. It's not disagree the on. same game. It's, it's not. The it's not the same as that. De- but it's not the same game as Destiny. It's not the same game as the Division because it's it's entire like like not having a PvP element in this game completely changes how weapons are balanced, how powers are balanced, how like like it makes it, it's a completely different thing because everything that Destiny and the Division does has to work in an arena setting against other players. Like they can't put a game breaking weapon or game breaking ability in the game because it'll be OP and it'll ruin the PvP experience. But you can do that in a game like this. And but it also it makes you more incumbent to provide more content for players because they don't have that PvP outlet that if they're burnt out on running strikes or burnt out on playing Gambit, well, Gambit is PvP as well, but if they're burnt out yeah. on like running strikes and shit like that, that they can go, well, you can just go in the Crucible and fuck around there for... You know, yeah, but while. since but you saying that, they should have had more content to begin with if the game is, is at release. If, yeah, but since gotta, they don't have a PvP, they should have had more content than they have. I mean, I, I understand feel, what you're saying. I feel, I, like, I, I that they that, feel like they have enough, though, for, for launch. Yeah, and, they and there's like gonna they be, have enough. <laughs> right, but, but I mean, uh, but again, you have to. It's it's hard because there's so much noise with the high level players on YouTube that are just like, there needs to be more because I've played seventy hours in a week and I need I need more content. Well, they should have expected that, but they don't. They like gave like, them like the they, fucking, they, they like those gave people, them the, the copy a week early, and those people do nothing but fucking play. Right, but they but they they to be they expect it to be catered to, and when the <laughs> content's not there. Their voice is the loudest saying, hey, I don't think there's enough game content in this game when it's ironic because, you know, Joe Schmo Gamer who follows MTash on, and I'm not calling it MTash specifically, but who follows MTash on YouTube is, is like, well, there's not enough to do in the game, even though Joe Schmo Gamer will take a month and a half to do what MTash did in a week. You know what I mean? Understandable. But at the same time, you have to, you have to, you got to recognize your audience. Right. But you also have to give and people that audience is the people that are around. going to play. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, okay, they gave the roadmap as to what they're going to do. Right. I completely disagree that they they didn't learn from the mistake that they weren't able to learn from the mistakes of everybody else. Because I, 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 I see what they, you're I'm saying. not saying you can learn nothing, but I'm just saying I, it's I see not. What you're it's saying not as far as the PvP aspect, but like you've seen what everybody else did. You you saw what um, Destiny had to go through to to win people back for Destiny Two. You saw what happened with uh, the Division. That ended up being a pretty good game in the end. Right, with all of it took two years. It took two. Yeah, it took two years for them to get to that point. I don't know how long Anthem has been in development. What five years? It's like been a while. they sh- they should have like, oh shit, we see this, we see that again. Okay, I don't know they don't have. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't pivot in mid development. Right, no, I, see, it's, no, it's a, it's I, a cruise ship. I, I, I understand that, but at the same time, like they have the core of what they want the game to be, mm. and they have the gameplay. Again, the gameplay is super fun, but at the same time. You have to like what they gave you. I mean, I, I see that the 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 influence and everything. They have a lot more time to put into the games than we do. But they made the same mistakes that these other people have made in the beginning. And I, I understand you saying, "Well, you got to give them time," but like they shouldn't make those mistakes I because so- it's like, "Oh shit, wait, they they fucked this up. Maybe we should try something different, or maybe we should do something different," which they didn't. Because apparently they didn't because, again, the, the weapons seem the same. There isn't any weight to them. As far as the demo, like I said, I love the, the gameplay. But, like, if the demo was basically indicative of the full game, it just happens to have the story in the full game, and then the end game 
is pretty weak as it stands now. Again, they have the roadmap. It's going to be coming out with stuff in the next couple of months. But, you know, they should have had a little bit more content. So I, let's- I firmly <clears throat> agree that if you you review what's handed in front of you, you don't review for the future. Right? Yeah, right. that's... Um, but I also think that you have to review for the time that you played, right? Like if you run, if you run through this game, if you run through 70 hours of content in 72 hours, then you need to review it based on that first 72 hours. Not, you know, all right. Wow. I had a, I had a great time with this. But now I'm bored. That's like me saying, hey, I finished the story in Spider-Man. It was really good, but I've been playing it again for a week and there's nothing else to do and I'm bored. So this game sucks. Huh? Well, and, and let's <laughs> well, and they let's got talk, to the end game a lot quicker. Let's like, talk so about we, content as well. <clears throat> I, I, I was thinking about this earlier today. So I went back uh, to look at the reviews of a game that came out a few years ago. And it's the game that I think that Anthem is probably the closest corollary to. And when that game came out, uh, it had a incredibly forgettable story. Uh, it took place over the course of four chapters, basically, and each chapter yeah, and they had, didn't a, had a couple dungeons. I know exactly what game. I, I know, about. I know, but I'm, I'm just walking <laughs> you through it. Uh, the game launched without a a huge feature uh, that was heavily promised. And that was much talked about before the game came out. And that feature ended up breaking the game. It had to be removed from the game, you know, about a year or so in anyway. And it had a very broken loot drop economy when the game first came out. Um, It was very just kind of like you're just doing the same shit over and over again. Nothing really new to check out. No new events in the game. There was no like live servicing going on at that point. It was just here's the game. Here's your four chapters of story. And you can just kind of run these over and over and over again. It didn't even have an end game when the game first released. The game that I'm referring to, of course, is Diablo 3. And the reviews for Diablo 3 were this is one of the best PC games ever fucking made in this generation, bar none period. The reviews said, yeah, the story shit, but who cares? It's Diablo. I just want to run around and punch people in the face just, and just fucking I just want to run around and do this right. all day. <laughs> just do this. Just work out hey, my index I, finger. I know, I know that the real light, that the real money... Uh, the real money marketplace in the game didn't launch the game. No problem. It's not a big deal. Like it's gonna come later. It's no big deal. Like it's it's not a problem at all. I just love running through and just clicking my mouse and and shooting things and making builds and changing my characters and doing this that or the other. And all of a sudden, Diablo is the greatest PC game to ever be made. Anthem is a game that is released with more content than Diablo three did. And Anthem's shit because there's not enough to do and the gameplay oh, okay, enough is okay. not enough. Let, to let me play devil advocate for. I'm going to equate this to the to the current state of the. Uh, of, of our poli- of our, our current political state, four years ago, there's a lot of shit that wouldn't that wouldn't ride now. So like, when did when did Diablo three come out? Twenty twelve, two thousand. That was that was seven years ago. It was seven years ago. Yeah, we have seven years of live service games now. But yeah, to, to, Diablo wasn't from. even a live service. It wasn't. Game. It wasn't. But like yeah. that was kind of like the start of it, right? Like I don't know if it was the start, but like. Okay, that game came out bare bones as fuck, and people loved it. But then right. they were like, "Wait a minute, this shit is is getting mad boring." And then they no, just no added they more didn't. and more. No, they didn't. They, they just didn't. kept playing that shit, and then they just added stuff anyway. Okay, like, so they people, added stuff. People were like, "Hey, I want you to add shit," but I'm still clicking my mouse key because I'm still having a yes, fucking blast. Diablo has cash. Cash. 
but it does. You're right. You you're, and you are right. And, it, and yeah. it's and it's a series that's been around forever. And it's and right. yeah, it's not a direct comparison. But that was seven years ago. Like times have changed, bro. <laughs> but it should, but <laughs> like, it, but it should like if it's if it's if the if Diablo is able to release bare bones and be one of the fucking standout games. Shit, of, the vision of the came out three or four years ago. How long did the vision come out? This is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I get what you're saying that like you you they can't you have to review what's given to you. But like these games have been out for years. Like you gotta look at the like if you what is the saying? <laughs> what's I, like if you make the say what is I goddamn what's the goddamn saying? My brain just what the uh, the insanity saying? Like doing the same thing over and over again? No, no. It, like if you like, don't I learn from the mistakes of the past, you're doing the like the, the oh whatever. yeah yeah yeah. Like, you're doing that's kind of what that's kind of what this like. Look, I know you disagree with me. I know you disagree, but Bioware I, I, has never made a game like they this before. Have it, but ever, but at the same time, they're Bioware. I get it. They're Bioware, and they've made the all of their games have been story driven. But they decided they wanted to jump into this arena. Like look right, at but, the but look like, at the like, other games like that, have, that said, are in this, this arena already. Right, but this game, this like you said, this game has been in development for six years. This game has been in development since before Destiny One came out, since before the Division came out. Since so you, bef- so you, so you're just giving them a pass to just completely just negate. I'm, I'm to, saying to that look every at everything else that's come out since then, with while this game was in development, that every say, oh, live wow, service game. Cool. That has ever existed. Yeah, it's come, come out with some sh- with shenanigans. Has come it's, out with a, a perceived low level of content. Yes, some balance yes. issues and some, <laughs> some stuff that gets yeah. fixed over time. And I'm not yes. saying like here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying <laughs> everyone needs to run out and fucking buy Anthem right now. If you want to wait six months to see what the game looks like in six months and grab it on sale for twenty bucks because EA games always go on fucking sale. Then do that. Except but, for Madden. <laughs> right. Well, no, Madden, Madden goes down as soon as the Super Bowl's over. Oh, but well. but it, like, the, I just don't feel like the game deserves as much shit as it's getting right now. Well, yeah, I, 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 I think the amount of vitriol that's being thrown at this game is incomparable to the issues that the game that the game has. Well, you well also EA. You know, I, like again, and I have yes, a I have yes. a huge bias with EA. That's why I don't have the game yet. Fuck them. Like I refuse. <laughs> like if you tell if you tell me that game is amazing in the next like five or six months, I might pick it up because I really really enjoyed the gameplay. But I don't know what the fuck them niggas are gonna do with the game. <laughs> I just don't. I I don't trust them fundamentally. I I can't trust them. I don't trust them, and I don't trust Activision. And that maybe that 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 that's not just me, but like no, fuck both of those companies. But I what? own. But I but I play Apex Legends. But that was free. You know? It was free, and EA had like minimal. Yeah, and, and respawn was like fuck off. <laughs> they even released it the way they did because they were like fuck I, EA. Now look, I think I think that we can all agree that looking at Metacritic scores, if if, <laughs> if Metacritic means anything to you, if Metacritic means anything to you, looking at the Metacritic score for Anthem on the Xbox One. And looking at the Metacritic score for Crackdown Three on the Xbox wait, One. Wait, which one is? I didn't. I haven't even looked. Which one is worse? <laughs> They're both the same. <laughs> like, come I, on! I know, you. I know this game wasn't as bad as Crackdown. Come on, that's fucking matter, hilarious. As a matter of fact, the user score for Crackdown Three is higher. It is. <laughs> so but, cool, that, but, that, but I don't put any stock in that. Like, that's no, the same shit did. as people no. review bombing Captain Marvel and fucking RRT. I just find it funny to me. <laughs> like, but, like, but, the, but the issue is, but so, think, Michael, like you're saying, no one with a functioning brain 
pays attention to or cares about Metacritic scores, but publishers do because right. they don't have functioning brains. Right. Yeah, I think they get like <laughs> bonuses depending on what um what the score of their games are on right. Metacritic, which is fucking <laughs> wild to me because people can just destroy your game. Well, I, I guess they get the bonuses for the actual review, like serious reviewers. I just not, I not just don't reviews. think I, I think I think that assigning a score to this game is irresponsible. And and, and it's it's a shame that m- many outlets are beholden to Metacritic because of that. Like like if like if you if your reviews go up in Metacritic, you have to put a score because that's the only way that it's going to make it on there. I respect the hell at a Polygon for making the decision about a year and a half, 2 years ago to stop scoring games because they're like we want you to read the fucking review instead of like parsing this nuanced tasks down to a number. And Thank I'm not you. saying that Polygon was was like overly praising of Anthem. They weren't. They highlighted the stuff that was positive and not. And apparently Kotaku's review was also very nuanced and and very even-handed and and fair. Um but yeah, like stop like 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 games like like again, traditional game outlets are not equipped anymore to cover and review games like this. And again, because it's the same issue in news, the fucking shit headline on page one doesn't get nearly the like it doesn't get a te- you know a, the the retraction on page nine doesn't get a, a tenth of the attention as the shitty headline on page one. So and that that's that's and that's the problem that we're running into. So it, it's been frustrating, and I shouldn't care. Like I, it shouldn't fucking matter to me what someone else thinks of this game. But it's frustrating because I want the game to be successful because I think that they have a really good like 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 center like core of a game here that just needs some work on the on the outside and i think that like every other live service game within a year i think this game is going to be humming but it's only going to work if people are actually fucking playing it and a lot of people were scared off because of the you know the overwhelming negative coverage that the game received in the first week (laughs) it's frustrating (laughs) well there you go so uh, we turn to you in the Dense Pixels Post Office to answer or to ask us some questions, uh, both Anthem and not not Anthem related. We will uh, we will do the Anthem ones first, and then there's a couple non Anthem questions that you guys gave us. Uh, Malcolm says, "Why should I buy Anthem? Uh, I've never played a Bioware game, including Mass Effect. This shouldn't be your first Bioware game. <laughs> well, <laughs> not not if you're looking for not if you're looking to have like the Bioware experience. experience. Right? Yeah, this should no, don't do that." Go play uh Nice the Old Republic. Like I said, if it, I, I think Xbox. if you like if you like action heavy third person shooters and you like the gameplay loop of a Diablo, you'll probably like this game. Like if you like grinding for loot, making cool character builds that are super powerful and, and doing that kind of stuff, and you want a decent story to be told in the middle of it, then this this that's the reason that you buy this game now. But again, if you're not sure, wait. You'll get it cheaper, and they'll ha- they'll be a truckload more content if you if you wait for it. So Maybe if you're, if you're on the fence, there will, <laughs> there will at least three months worth. So, uh, Eric asks, "What does Anthem need to do to sidestep the looter shooter fatigue that is setting in for a lot of people?" Well, um, I guess part of people's issue is that um, you know Bioware is known for their storytelling. Um, and I thought the story was going to be the thing that kind of hooks you in. Um, the story is fine. It's not, it's not bad. It's getting interesting at the point that I'm at. Um, usually I would say 
they need to make sure that their story is on point. Like, because you have to, you have to get people, you have to get people to want to read the codex and get into the lore. Like I know people who, uh, are super into Brad is super into destiny lore. Like super each, into, getting, getting super into this lore as well, buddy. Right. Like each one of like, like Brad told me the story of like the thorn and the, the compliment gun that it, that, you know, like, I was like last oh. word. Yeah. yeah I, was, <laughs> uh, 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 I just, I, I just got a thorn. It was hard, <laughs> like I, you know, but yeah, their story's got to be, their story's got to be on point. If their story is something that, um, that is on point, I think people will, will flock to it just cause it's Bioware and that's what they're known for. And I will say that this, one of the things this game does need to do in my eyes to be a continued success. They're at like, once we're done this, like act one DLC, the first three months, I think every couple months you have to release a story arc that is the same caliber as the main story arc in the game like it doesn't be as long maybe but it's got to have it's got to have the cutscenes. it's got to have the memorable characters and the crazy events and stuff like that and i think they can do it um but i I think for a bioware game they do need to do that for this game like you can't just do world events and strongholds and shit like that like i i do want more story and i want to to get to know this world more um as we go through because it's pretty cool yeah um johnny links us to an article on my favorite website comicbook.com and asks is uh is this just a rocky start or is the game dead on arrival now the article in question uh mentions how the retail sales of andro or of of anthem in the uk specifically (laughs) are down 50 percent uh from what mass effect andromeda sold two years ago um, this is not a clickbait article, but it is a click seeking article. So they're, they're reporting news. I just don't think the news is very useful, um, for a couple of reasons. First of all, comparing a game that is mostly single player driven with a small online component versus a game that is an entirely online component is a little apples to oranges, even though it's from the same developer. And then the other thing is that a game that does require online and a game that doesn't require online, I would expect more people to buy digitally anyway. And plus, that's also how the market is trended as well. And then the third thing I can give you from a uh, insider source perspective, let's call it, is that retailers are generally um, ordering less copies. So, like, Battlefield Five came out in November, and retailers ordered a shitload of copies. And, and, and again, when you're talking game sales of retail copies, it's not the person walking into the store and buying it. It's the it's the it's the store buying it from the publisher. Um, they ordered fewer copies of this because they ordered a shitload of Battlefield Five copies and were sitting on inventory for a while. So typically, when you do that, the next time the, a game comes out from that publisher, especially one with a heavy online mechanic. Um, it, that's going to happen. And again, this is also just the UK. So again, this story doesn't really mean anything to me. I think we have to wait for EA to release their their earnings numbers at the end of <coughs> March and and look at the units sold for that to to determine whether the game is successful. Because their their forecast was five to six million copies uh, by the end of March. So if it hits that, we're we're good. Uh, if it doesn't hit that, then we might have a problem with all this negative press. I, I, I honestly would be surprised if we'll they see. hit five million. Yeah, we'll see. 
Uh, Ricky says, is anyone else getting load screens while there's movement in the background? Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's a... That just means that you're loading in slower than other than other folks that are in your, in oh, your group, basically. Yo, I'm <laughs> that shit is annoying to me, man. Like, it, cause especially because I, you know, I, I got slow internet, so I'm all, I'm I'm black, so I'm always the last one to arrive, and and uh, the tethering. While I understand that they've made it better, it's annoying. It's it, so the, the way they made it better, though. It's not like. A longer distance, it just a longer. Countdown. They just give you more time. Yeah, yeah, they just give you more time to catch up. So, so I wouldn't go as far to say that it's better. Um, but I, I do get frustrated occasionally when I land on the Strider. I'm like, "Where's the team?" And then like they're they're already like way far right. <laughs> in terms of what's going on in the mission. That does get a little annoying as well. Uh, one more anthem question before the two non anthem questions that we have. Uh, Bryant says, "Where does An- anthem rank so far compared to its peers?" Uh, such as Destiny and Warframe and etc. He says for him it's the best of the bunch, but he does not deny that the game has its issues. I don't think you can compare them, honestly. They're they're two. Warframe is probably closer because uh, Warframe, though it has a PvP, doesn't really lean on that. It's more, mostly PvE focused. But I didn't play a lot of Warframe. Ter- Terrence is the most experienced uh, Warframe player yeah. amongst the three of us, and he hasn't played Anthem, so he so he can't really speak on that. And there's a story in Warframe. I don't know what the fuck is going on in the <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> no idea. Everybody in that game looks weird. Yeah, there's no weight to anything in that game. Everything just kind of flies around. Like everything. That's the one thing Anthem has. Like the, there's weight to the actual like the javelins, but the guns themselves they don't feel powerful at all. Everything in Warframe looks like it needs to have Skrillex playing in the background. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just looks oh. weird. So I will say real quick, though, so Terrence, I know that your impressions are based off of the demo. Mm-hmm. Um, things get way... It's, it's all about builds that, that this game is. Like, like your weapons and powers get better when you build around them with the different gear that you get. And you have to... And, and unfortunately, like, it requires you to kind of get into the epic and like masterwork level gear before you can really start doing that when you get a ton of inscriptions. Because I saw a video where they had like... <laughs> They had gear descriptions, and they were like plus zero percent such and such. Like, what the well, that fuck was, does that mean? That was a that was a bug in the beta. Like, like the thing was there, but it was just saying zero percent. Like, it was just being listed wrong. And it was a couple couple things that this was in the the code that was released to the to the early early people okay. that got to play. Like, we was like, that doesn't make any sense at all. What are, what are we talking about here? But like, there's <laughs> there's a pistol, for example. It's like it's a masterwork level or a uh, legendary pistol. That gives you um, 200% bonus damage on it when you're hovering. So, like, if you're using a storm, Jesus you're going to fucking Christ. white people. And if it roll, and so I, someone else I saw has an inscription that rolled on the pistol that gives the weapon an extra 100% damage. And those are all, those are all con- like stacking values. So, like, it's, you're basically, so it's like if you're 300 300%. 300%. Yeah. And someone, like, someone made a build and they, I think they fixed it. Because uh, apparently, if you ran two of these guns, it would stack both of them as well. Like you would get like <laughs> what seven hundred percent. So like someone not... made a build. Oh my god! Where between the different gear they had and running two Avenging Heralds and stuff like that, they were able to um, basically one shot the boss at the end of the tyrant vine, <laughs> like the giant spire. They were able to fucking one. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I like I said. I, th- I think that got fixed because I don't think that was the intention. Um, nah, but the fact yo, that someone figured nah. it out. Leave it, leave it and just make harder difficulties. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not PVP. <laughs> like, 
the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, if, like, it's not going to affect any other characters. They just want to beat the thing as quickly as possible. Yeah, to get the that's, fucking that, that's the whole point of Diablo, right? Here. It's just the, the just to be as powerful as yeah. you can possibly. So why be. would you fix that? Yeah, nah, just make them just make harder difficulty levels, man. <laughs> Yeah, because they, they, exactly. they don't do want everybody the running does. the same, yeah. th- like the same fucking gun for everything. <laughs> like that's that that like I said that that's the destiny problem is that you have like four or five guns that these are the best guns to use, and if you're not using these guns, then you're fucking up. Like that's that's what you don't want. You want everything to be yeah. In PVE games, like I just want to become as powerful as I possibly can be. If that's if that's what it takes, oh well. Get <laughs> like, the fuck out of here! I just want to one shot everything. Sometimes I just want to beat things as fast as possible to get other new uh, to get other cool shit. So moving away from Anthem, uh, Trey asks, it's clear that the revenue generated by Street Fighter V helped fund DMC5 and Resident Evil 2. Is that so, clear? Apparently. I mean, that's, I mean that? that's money comes into Capcom and they use it to make other games. Hmm. Um, so is it bad to support Street Fighter V if it gets us better other games? I well, think I, I um, want to know if that's the, clear or not because that's, that's a very niche game. I think uh, the money that's generated from Street Fighter Five goes back into like the Capcom Cup, like prize yeah, money pool. I don't pool. think that's. Tr- I don't. I, I, think think it, I need to know if that's actually a factor in that. Before yeah, I thought. I thought that like when you buy the Capcom Pro, everything that you buy, a portion of it goes to uh, help the players and to go into the pool of prize money that you win. I mean, there's a lot of money coming season. in. It's not not like 100 percent of it goes towards that, right? But like like a portion of it. And then, I mean, look if if Street Fighter Five is getting you Resident Evil Two remake, I mean, mm. like, I like, think Resident Evil Seven got you Resident Evil Two. Remake. I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So, that, that was um, the start of them coming back because that game was great. It, so, Terrence loves Apex Legends. Has played hours and hours and hours and hours. I actually gave him thirty. Legends. I actually gave him twenty bucks. Oh, did you? I did. Good I didn't get you. a lot from it, but I think that you, didn't, last time. you didn't have to. <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't. you didn't have to because there are always in every game that you can give people money for. There are always whales. Let yeah. the whales do their whale things so that you can enjoy the benefits of the whales spending their whale money. <laughs> and uh, and that's yeah. So, you know, you don't have to support Street Fighter five just because you want to play DMC. You can someone else will support Street Fighter five and you'll still get DMC. Yeah. So so I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, we will we will conclude. Uh, we we have come full circle. We are back to Malcolm. Malcolm asked a very poignant question that led to some very hilarious discussion uh, before the podcast started. He says, uh, "Since it's Black History Month, what are your favorite black characters or moments in video games?" And um, <laughs> this was pretty sad because we couldn't, off the top of our head, name a few name any. And then, well, fortunately, I'm, Micah, Giant Bomb has a post. Yes, where they yes. have listed someone on the giant bomb forums. Like this nigga yeah. racist. <laughs> so because uh, I'm looking at some of these shits, I was like, "Yo, get the fuck out of here!" Well, uh, uh, an intrepid user um, a couple years ago listed all of the black characters that he could think of that were in video games. He came up with 79 characters. Now, as I as I remarked to Micah, that's like three per year. So <laughs> so you guys are getting black characters at a rate of three characters per year. Um, and the problem here is that some, a lot of these characters that are on this list of 79 uh, do not count for two, one of two reasons. The first reason is they are a character that exists in pop culture outside of video games. So I'm yeah. sorry. Blade don't count. Right. Storm, Blade, <laughs> Black Panther, War Machine, Luke Cage, 
Um, fucking Mike Tyson does yeah, not count. You know, Mike Tyson is not a video game character. No, 50, 50 Cent does not count as a <laughs> black character. Bo Jackson, we'll give a pass to. But everybody else. <laughs> I mean, he list, was a superhero in that he game. He was a superhero yeah. in that game. The other problem is there are a lot of people on this list that are not black. <laughs> Yo, he couldn't even find, yo, he, he took a real picture of Bo Jackson, yo. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real picture. All right, whatever, yo. Um, there are. Just think of uh, Gannon. Gannon is not, yo, Gannon is not a human, yo. (laughs) Gannon, yo. He put Gannon, the, the king of the cosmos from fucking Katamari Damasi. Yo, that's, that, that's borderline blackface and that's racist. (laughs) (laughs) The king of the. Cosmos. Uh, Jade from Mortal Kombat, not black. Um, I always thought that Jade was like uh was like a, a tan Asian woman, like Indonesian. Uh, You're but, probably correct, but maybe that's just me being a racist. I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, Dalsim, not black. Yeah, no, <laughs> yo, come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the entire cast of fucking uh. <laughs> Like basically oh, GTA, anyone that's not like oh, light skinned and Street Fighter is on this list essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty bad. Um, Why is like a fifth of them all fighting game characters? Like, I God mean, damn, fighting I mean, games are the most diverse, <laughs> diversely represented games. Apparently, he's got the entirety of the San Andreas cast on here. Yo, Catalina is not black. Who the fuck yo. is Catalina? Oh, she's this, that was his girlfriend. Uh, that was Claude's oh. uh, girlfriend. Yeah, her name is Catalina. <laughs> Yo, Come on. Why is the king of the cosmos on here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cyborg Lisa Hamilton. Lisa Hamilton? From, from wait, from what is this? From, uh, from, uh, DOA? Uh, Mariposa? Mariposa? <laughs> yo, that, yo, this she is a luchador wrestler. Right, she ain't black, yo. I think she ain't. Um, so this is pretty disappointing. This is very disappointing. Let's go to the Wikipedia page i don't know how to i don't i feel like that's not gonna be better it might be a little bit better 50 cent (laughs) is the first well this is in alphabetical order adam hunter from streets of rage he's black black shit a skate with black shit he better be isn't that his like nephew or something it's his brother he's a younger brother uh let's see vanessa lewis in virtual fighter yeah she's black all right she's black i don't like her though because she has white hair <laughs> I don't like, like it. I don't like it when you no no Storm's the only one. Storm is the mm. only one. Let's see. Birdie Street Fighter. Yeah. Barrett from Final Fantasy 7. Nah, yo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm sorry. Wait, Axel Foley? Get the fuck. Shut up. Uh, apparently there was a Beverly Hills Cop video game. Beverly Hills Cop. I guess. <laughs> All right, okay. yo. Eddie Murphy is not a video game character. <laughs> no, he's not. Doomfist. So so he's so what so what are your guys' favorite black characters in video games? Wow. Including Marina in Splatoon 2. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, we just can't be black, yo. We just, we just can't yeah, be black. I don't black. know. I don't think I have a fe- like any character I create. Yeah, that's in the, a game. That, like, that, I don't that's, have what a, that's what I that's what I said before the show. Mike Mike's favorite black character is his Commander Shepard from, uh, yeah. from yeah. You like, know I who I like, and I'm trying not to pick a fighting game character. But I kind of have to. I've always been a fan of Jax. Always liked Jax. From Mortal Kombat. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like like especially like Mortal Kombat X Jax because now I'm old and he's old. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like oh, I'm too old for this shit. And 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 okay. and Carl Weathers from Mortal Kombat. Although Carl Weathers is not a Mortal Kombat character but, <laughs> or, or a video game character, but Carl Weathers with the with the Jack's arms. Like maybe he wouldn't have died in Predator if he had them Jack's arms. Maybe. I mean, the, I mean, like what happened to him in Predator necessitated the Jack's arms. There you go. So <laughs> <laughs> they just had to re- to revive him. <laughs> oh, wow. I uh, think what we've discovered is there's not enough black characters in video games, guys. Or not not enough main black characters. Yeah, not enough games. starring ones. Like I'm still looking at this. Uh, I'm still looking at this uh, list from this giant bomb forum. Yeah, that list is trash. This list, <laughs> is, this list is garbage. Staff Sergeant Griggs. You remember that <laughs> legendary video game character, Staff Sergeant Griggs? Uh, what was that game, Marlo Riggs and something? I mean, oh, like yeah. I said, they, he also has the uh, the one cop that you meet in the Marlo Riggs. Resident Evil 2 that dies super fast. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, and so like a train this. conductor from Resident Evil. Like, are you serious? Really? Mm-hmm. Got Marlo Briggs. Uh, yeah, Marvin Brenna from Resident Evil, the cop. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, none of nothing. Like, Skate from Streets of Rage. I don't know. Axel from Streets of Rage. Balrog? Nah. Nah, yo. Too, nah, Balrog cool. is a nigga. <laughs> I do not like that representation, man. A yeah, nigga with a the googly same. eye. I'm not, I'm not a fan of birdies either. No. I'm not, and Birdie, and look, Birdie, I always thought Birdie was, uh, look, Birdie was white in Street Fighter 1. And then they were like, uh, there was some dialogue between him and another character. And he was like, yeah, I was just sick for a while. To justify his pale skin in Street Fighter One, <laughs> yo. So he what? is officially a black man. I uh, can't believe King of the Cosmos is on this fucking list. Yo, that's <laughs> I, I didn't even see him until you guys said something. About that's it. racist, yo. <laughs> it that's is racist. Uh, Lucio from Overwatch. He's Jamaican. Uh, I can't. I, I really. I got nothing. You know? The only one I was able to name off the top of my head, which I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad is in this list, is Shadow Man. Nobody <laughs> remembers Shadow Man. Nobody. I had that game. Huh? I had that game when I. Was I did too. You know why? Because I saw a black you, guy. Yeah. On the <laughs> <laughs> like That's I actually, it. I've always been fond of Vanessa's Vanessa's character from from Virtual Fighter. She was always dope to me, and she's a good character. Yeah. TJ um, combo. Jesus Christ. Happy happy Black History Month, guys. <laughs> yeah. Happy happy Black History Month from Doc Lewis. You know who that is? <laughs> no. The guy the guy the guy following Little Mac on a bike. Yeah, he's just right. Right. riding the bike in front of Little Mac, rather. Uh, yeah, the nigga that stole his bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I like the I mean, kid from Watch Dogs 2. That's probably my favorite contemporary black characters. The, yep. the main character from Watch Dogs 2. And that's his name, the main character. The main character. Dude, that's that's how, memorable, that's how memorable he was. And, bla- and, as, and as we coined him on the show many years ago, Black Prototype also. Yeah, and Black, Black Prototype. <laughs> and I'll never, ever, nope, I hate that game and I hate that guy because he was supposed to, the voice actor was supposed to be uh, one of the interviews that we got very early on in our podcasting career. And he flaked on us multiple times. Fuck you, black prototype guy. <laughs> Go to black hell. Prototype. That's his name. I don't. I don't. Don't look his name up. His name is Black Prototype Guy. I want that to be his claim to fame, being the being the the black guy in Prototype Two. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, the oh, black guy in, in Watch Dogs, I felt like his name was Marcus. It is Marcus. Because, of course, it's Marcus. Yeah, because it's Marcus. Right. Because it's Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. All right, yo. All right. Uh, oh, that's it for nothing. us. Thank you guys uh, very much for watching and listening. Uh, follow us on social media. Just search for Dense Pixels. Join our fan group, uh, densepixels.com slash fans, so you too can submit questions to us uh, that we answer on the show every week. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, if you use Twitch, you can check out Terrence at Apparition410. Uh, you can check out Carrie at Suppets Carrie. Uh, if you watch games on YouTube, I will stream on there occasionally as well. And Micah just plays games by himself. Because oh, no. he doesn't he doesn't know how to do that streaming stuff. So no. Uh that is it. Thank you guys very much uh for checking us out again. We will see you all next time. The bunny girl from Final Fantasy twelve is not black. She's a <laughs> girl, you know? All right, I'm wow. her, name, her name is Fran. Isn't it is it not? Yeah, yeah something Fran. like that. Get out of here. Get oh my here. god. Right, I'm done. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> 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 <laughs>